Hello, I'm Steph. And I'm Al. And this is The Source, a podcast from Chicken and Chips Casting. We're bringing you conversations with people we love, talking about things we love and hate or feel strong feelings about. And it's all no BS. Hello. Hello. What's happening? I think I start every app with that question. What's happening? Yeah, like we haven't just spoken for the last two hours. (laughs) We have. Here's a bit of insight. We've already spent two hours together. Yeah, we Mm. have. We're um, going to share our source today. It's a shared source. That's adorable. It is adorable. Are we going to say it at the same time? Okay. One, One, two, two, three. three. We went back to... (laughs) We should have talked about what we were. Yeah, we didn't say. prep that. Okay, uh, we went back to the studio to do yes. in-person auditions. Yeah, so thanks to everyone that came in for an in-person audition and saw Nick. Yeah, because it's a weird, scary time, and maybe that was your first audition back in person, so you might have felt a little bit funny. But um, look, the the most hilarious thing was us yesterday afternoon trying to set the studio up. Because oh, um, my God. I don't, I just couldn't remember what to do at all, to the point where we were trying to figure out how the microphone worked. Oh yeah, I had to relook up the um the setup instructions I'd pre-organised six months ago. Yeah, that drive document came in handy because yeah. you know four months of. I'm glad I did that. Not being in the studio has definitely yeah I couldn't remember anything, and then Nick and I trying to get the lights to work this morning and. Just know how the cables work. and what good plugs in where. I was like, wow, this is going to be, this is going to take a while. And then the first person came in and sorry to that first person because we did about 17 takes with her. And, um, well, we're, yeah, we're a bit rusty. So, but, you know, it's We're good. getting there. Yeah. It's a step in the right direction. It's a weird thing when you think about something that you've done for so long, forever, like, and the amount of times we used to, you could, we could literally re- basically rock up at the time of the first audition and be like straight into it, pow, 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 pow. Oh no, I was here an hour early yeah. this morning. That's I was like, crazy. I, I can't, I can't be late because I actually just my brain. I don't know what I'm doing. Don't know what I'm doing. I don't have any job anymore. Yeah. Anyway, well, it's fun. What yeah. a day! So that was very exciting because after a a long stint of self taping. Which we're still going to be doing. Which we're still doing, by the way. Um, yeah, it's nice to just see people. This is nice, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's, that's it. A, it's a good source. I like that shared. Uh, so today's guest, it's a bit of a bonus episode again because um, he had a bit of news to drop and it surprised us. Well, it was an exclusive. It was an exclusive. First time. First and exclusive. First, first interview from his news and we didn't even know. So our guest is Darren Darnborough. Yep. Um, he's a British-born actor working in Hollywood but currently lives in Hawaii because he has the best life. He does have the best life. Oh, his TV and film work includes hit US shows, MacGyver, Magnum P.I., Two Broke Girls, Roots and True Blood. His upcoming projects include films Abruptio alongside Oscar-winning Jordan Peele and directed by Sundance winner, car nominee Justin Chon. 
Darren is also the co-founder and CEO of We Audition, who supports this podcast, a revolutionary video chat community for auditions, rehearsals, self-tapes and advice. Welcome, Darren, from We Audition. We are speaking to Darren Darnborough from um, all the way from Hawaii. Are you in Hawaii say. still? I am in Hawaii <gasps> still, uh, oh. but not for long. I'm moving back to LA in a, about a week and a bit. So, Well, yeah. welcome to the source. Thank you for having me on the source. I'm excited about your podcast. <laughs> Thanks. Let's kick off with our first question that we ask all of our guests is, what, you, what is your source of the week? My source of the week, you've hit me right on the right day, guys. We just launched our We Audition iPhone app literally minutes ago. So it's what? not just my source of the week, it's my source of the day and the hour. And the year, <gasps> that's massive. <laughs> oh my God, are we getting yeah. an exclusive on this? You get, it dropped today, you're getting the exclusive, yeah. Well. So obviously, we've had the website for since 2015, but an iPhone app takes a long time to build. Yeah. We wanted to build a good one. And after literally a year of full-time development on it, we launched it today. It just got approved from the App Store. Oh, my Congratulations. Gosh. So everyone can go and download it right now. Yes, everyone can go download it. Yeah. So, yeah, just go to your App Store, look for We Audition and download it. And so, so that's just, my source. That's massive. Wow. I feel like we just need that. Go straight into, like, everything. Yeah. But now I have so many questions. Does it do everything that the website does? It does not. It's mainly uh, for the readers, the self-tape readers. I mean, so right. so can, good. But it does stuff that the website doesn't. Oh. So mm-hmm. um, because it's native on the iPhone app, you're recording from your ca- uh, your actual phone's camera and you're saving to the camera roll. And so the quality is, is really, really good. And we've um. added extra little features in, like you can adjust your reader's volume after <gasps> you've recorded. Brilliant. Oh, my God. This is revolutionary. You can... Yeah, edit your clip in the app. There's also all sorts of stuff, and but you, the the same functionality there. You can pick which reader you want. You can connect with them straight away. You you know you can do horizontal or landscape. There's all these different uh, features of it. So, so it's really really highly featured. Actors can literally download that app and do their yep. entire self tape via that app with yep. the reader. Download the with video, the which saves to their camera roll and send to their agent. Yep, their script can come up in the app for the, the reader to see. It's going to record your video. Just take your reader's audio. Like I said, you can adjust your reader's audio after, <gasps> oh, after the fact. So if your reader was a bit loud, you can, yep. You're a genius. This is this is a genius <laughs> thing and such a great tool. So You're going to buy Hawaii in a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think so, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Depends how many of you guys download it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's rewind a little bit for actors that don't know about We Audition. Can you yep. give us a rundown on what the platform is, what it does, and uh, how it can benefit them? Yeah. So We Audition started out as We Rehearse. Uh, in 2015 and it was simply a way to connect actors through video chat to rehearse scenes so all of us you know when we are auditioning or we're working we need to learn our lines we usually use a friend or ourselves to do that or a you know partner or a parent or whatever Um, but me and my business partners thought that there was a better way because you know living in Hollywood we would use other actors right and that makes sense of course why not use people that actually enjoy doing it and are good at it um and it, as you know you don't need a reader 
to be professional to do your audition you can read opposite other people and casting directors are fine with that but the way we always looked at it is why would you just go for fine why not give yourself the best shot you can and yes it's not about your readers performance of course but their performance impacts my performance i am a better actor opposite a better actor mm -hmm. so the more i can drop myself into that world the better i am um so the the concept was built around the fact that often even if you have friends that are actors you've got to ma match up your schedules you've got to drive somewhere you've got to you know connect with them on, the, on their timeline they might have had a bad day and they're chatting about their stuff and you know all these extra things that you don't want to deal with when you're in your zone so we audition as it's now called is a way for an actor to just go online to our website on our app and find a reader instantly on demand that suits their preference and suits the skills they need so let's say you need someone for improv comedy find someone that's done groundlings find someone that's been on saturday night live right and they will help you yeah through the app or through the website um the other element to we audition is uh casting directors all around the world use it to audition actors through video chat so of course that's now a thing you know since the pandemic auditions through video chat is a thing mm. but we were doing that back in 2015 so we, we kind of pioneered the the video chat audition um and so now that's a you know we're one of the platforms that that that's done on every day yeah great um, we've used the platform for running general auditions before and we find it really um, helpful in terms of just – it cuts down uh, – well, it just makes the process a little bit more efficient when you're meeting new actors mm. um, and then it kind of, we kind of use it as a, a bit of a – just a, yeah, just a tool to meet and greet actors really. Mm. Like it's yeah. it's great. Um, but we relentlessly plug it to actors for the purpose of readers. Readers, yeah. Like relentlessly. Because I think it's the one thing that, particularly during lockdown, that everyone really struggled with. Mm. Um, you know, everyone just really struggles with just finding somebody who is available at the same time that they are with the deadline that they've got on their self-tape. So I think it's just really brilliant. And a lot of actors have been messaging me being like, oh, my God, I just listened to whatever and you guys said we audition and it's changed my changed my life and it so. just enables actors oh, wow. to get to do it more professionally like i think like you say you're a better actor if you get to do it with a better actor and i think there's so many actors that are sending in tapes that they're just not 100 percent happy with because they've just had to work with what they've got um but yep. it just enables them to do to submit a tape that they're like fuck yeah mm. that was the right. best i and could I do Absolutely. And you learn from other people that are doing better than you. I've always been one of those people that I, I really respect education, right? I do. But I also respect experience and, and current experience. So a lot of the time we're learning from people that used to do something or know how to teach something, right? I've always said I would rather get my acting tuition from current series regulars that are working mm -hmm. on TV right now. So that's who I do my auditions with. I do all of mine on We Audition now. I, I, I use my platform all the time. But before that, I was, you know, I lived in a, an apartment complex with people that were on television every day. So that's going to raise my game because they are working actors. Um, and so We Audition is really giving every actor in the world that connection because we have tv stars on our platform we have very experienced theater people whatever you're looking for you'll find a person that's very experienced at that 
And so why not give yourself the best shot and and have those people as a mentor, right? And have those people as a partner. And guess what? They love doing it. And the, the flip side of that is actors are making money doing something they love that also benefits them because the flip side to an audition is it's still two, two actors working on a scene. It might not be your audition, and so you're not going to get the job, but you're still getting the benefit of the workout. Yeah, mm. I was going to say, like, it, it's not just about finding a reader, but you as an actor can also be a reader. And when you say yes. we have people, professionals that are on shows or theatre or whatever, it's not about we audition owning or employing those people. It's just a network of other actors that have joined up yeah. and put themselves out there to be hired as a reader. So it's a great Exactly. It's a, it's a marketplace. Yeah. But really... It's it's a, a two sided marketplace except the both sides are the same person right because one mm. day you're the actor needing a reader and the next day you're the reader needed working with another actor mm. um, and talking about you know you said about lockdown a lot of people needed that because they couldn't access their regular readers on the flip side a lot of people you know around the world their their industry stopped in different countries at different times and so they were able to keep up their skills by helping someone else i know that you know america shut down whilst australia was still going so we were able in america to help your australian actors out with their scenes because they were still working and now vice versa yeah that's so nice yeah amazing yeah um how many people do you have in the network uh, many thousands. Yeah. We don't really say the exact number, but many thousands. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's I, people all over the world. So there's always someone available at any time zone. You know? Yeah. Well, I guess what I love about that too is that if you need to do a specific accent, because mm. a lot of actors here obviously get um, uh, auditions for US projects and, and other areas yeah. around the world. Um, so it, it is really helppful to read opposite uh, a, an American actor yeah. in that sense because it betters their American accent. Yeah, there's nothing worse than them Absolutely. having to do it with their mum that can't do an yeah. accent and it throws off their accent. Mm -hmm. And it's just jarring for the person listening. Mm. We'll go back to the thing of casting directors will say, no, it's okay, we're judging your acting, we're not judging the scene, right? Mm. But yeah. it's really hard, mm -hmm. it's really hard not to be um, biased against a bad actor in a scene. Well, it's it's hard, really yeah. hard to... To, to actually concentrate on what's yeah. going on if, if you've got this jarring thing. Particularly when you watch many auditions back to back. Mm. So for us, when we're doing a casting, if we've got, you know, an, an ensemble of 42 um, actors for a feature and we're watching self-tapes hours upon hours back to back, if there is if there are things that stick out that kind of it is jarring and it, and it might seem like really petty when we say oh you know the reader was too quiet or too loud or whatever it was you know it it does detract from your performance um but, yeah and or it, yes. it is just if they're not an actor like we've had a mm. lot of conversations where we've watched something and been like god it's a shame because yeah. that reader just gave them nothing and all i could listen to was how bad that reader was and yeah. that's not a criticism on who that who that that person is it's just they're not an actor and you can't not yeah. be distracted by it. And even if it's even if you're not thinking it consciously, it might be subconscious. You know, That's we, right. we can all you as casting directors can try really hard to forget about it, but yeah. at the end of the day, there, there might be something in your head that you just you know you've got a lot of things going on, and you mm. it just it might might just be jarring for you. Um, but the other thing is as well is you know when you're choosing who to put forward to the director. Again, it's easy for an actor to think, well, but if I'm right for it, all this stuff doesn't matter. And we all know that if you are absolutely 100% right for it, of course, all that stuff doesn't matter. But what if you're 
just as right as the next person mm-hmm. and the next person and the next person. You're going for a co-star or a, or a guest star role. Mm. You know, so we always think about, oh, yeah, if, if we're going to be the, the top lead role, then, of course, it doesn't matter about this. But there's there's a lot of in-between on that as well. And I get, yeah, so, carry on. We're just, we're just thinking, you know, give it your best shot. And if there's tools out there to help you give mm. it your best shot, why why aren't you? Yeah, that's like you don't want to send in something that you're questioning an element of it. You don't yeah. want to send in your tape and be like, oh, God, I wish I had X, Y, Z. Or if I just had a reader with an American accent, that would have. You just yeah. want to be like, no, that was it. No questions. Yeah. I'm happy and confident with that. Yeah. Yeah. And that helps you let it go. Yeah, that's the thing. They won't sit on it and brew over the yeah. stuff up. Yeah. Okay, so tell us about your journey into how We Audition came about because you are an actor and a, yes. a working actor and a constantly auditioning actor. So tell us how that journey evolved for you into being basically a tech entrepreneur. Mm. Well, what's interesting is I've, I've actually been a tech entrepreneur for years, actually. Um, I always was an actor. So when I was younger, when I was, you know, school age, I was doing local plays and things like that, as everyone, as a lot of actors start out, you know, musicals. Um, and I turned professional when I was 16. So I got an agent and started working in commercials and a few small parts on television. Uh, and then I went to university to study film because I thought that was uh, an important I was already working as an actor and I was doing a lot of extracurricular training. So I thought it was important for me to get a degree in film to see that side. And I was really actually interested in filmmaking. Um, And once I left university, I decided to concentrate on just being an actor. Um, And of course you, you know, when you start out, you need other income, you need other, other jobs. And I never wanted to work in a bar or restaurant, not that there's anything wrong with it, but I, kept seeing my friends that were doing that and it was it just seemed chaos for them to like change their shifts and there was always some drama um and so i i thought from the very early on that i've got to start businesses because i need to keep my time free for this acting thing i need to be in complete control of my schedule and the way i do that is business um and so in 2002 i started uh my first subscription-based uh, tech business which was called Stuck for Staff. It's still still around. You can still use it. Uh, we sold the company a few years ago. But um, it was a marketplace for promotional models. So the kind of work that actors do on their time off. And I was doing a lot of that, you know, handing out free products, you know, on the street and, and exhibitions and things like that. And that was a very, it was kind of like the acting industry. It's a very closed shop. You had to have, you worked for different agents. You could have a lot of different agents, but it was, it was the same kind of thing. You had to f- know who they were get an in and then they would send you when the jobs were you know coming up and they were very highly paid and flexible so a lot of act and you know they they favor people that are well groomed and good looking and personable and approachable and all those things so it really suits actors um and so i was doing that work for in between my acting and it, it just it just made sense to me that there would be a more efficient way for these agencies to book these promotional models so we built the marketplace for that um and it was a huge worldwide marketplace where we'd introduce all the big brands to the agencies and then the agencies would hire the staff um and so i always did that alongside my acting um so fast forward to you know 2006 i moved to 
Los Angeles um, for kind of two reasons. I was I was getting a bit bored of of my life in London. I, I wanted something exciting new, and LA made sense because I was in the business. And so I, you know, built myself up in LA again. And around 2013, 14, uh, a friend of mine came to me to ask me to help her with reading on her self tape. Um, and I was actually on a TV show at the time, uh, was doing an episode of Two Broke Girls, which is a sitcom. And if any of you guys understand how sitcom works, um, they can change the script on you at last minute yeah. because the joke the joke didn't land. And so my friend asked me if I could help her on this audition. And I was like, look, I'm working right now. She said, well, can you just FaceTime me or something, Skype me? And I said, no, because I've got these, I've got 10 lines, 10 new lines to learn. I've, and I'm going up on stage in like five minutes. So no, I can't right now. And after that, we were speaking and she sort of had this seed of an idea of like, well, what if we, we built a, a community of some people that could always do this so i didn't have to call 100 people and i said well that's really similar to a thing i built before for promotional models and the whole premise of my site before was in at the last minute when a staff member doesn't show up for work the agencies were calling 100 people going hey you free hey you free hey you free when what they really need to know is who is available right now so I said to her, well, let's build this, but we'll build it as a, a worldwide marketplace of actors so that someone is always available. And, you know, I have have experience in building an e-commerce marketplace before. So I think we should do this project. And so myself and her, we started it. And then we brought in our, our third co-founder, Richard, who is an absolute amazing guy to have on this this uh, journey because he is an actor and producer so he understands it and he's also an amazing web developer um, and so the this project just filled his skill set so perfectly wow it's so because handy you need to... to be in the business to understand, yeah. understand yeah. why we do what we do yeah exactly and how to build a platform that actually works for actors the right way yeah 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 because yeah. it would be it, it would be easy for some kind of tech person to think, oh, well, I think I know what they need, but mm. you don't know what someone needs really unless you really experience it. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. So how long did it take you from that seed of an idea to have a functioning platform? Uh, we knocked around the idea, you know, very casually for about a year um, until we really figured out what, what we wanted to do with it. Um, and then that sort of development phase was like, okay, let's put our heads down and, and sketch this out and see what we need to do. And then it was, you know, build the business plan, bring on Richard as the third co-founder, uh, go raise some investment money. That actually happened very quickly. We we went out to raise investment money and we got it straight away, um, which was Great. which was Amazing. a surprise to all of us. <laughs> so we were able to get moving on it very quickly. And then uh, after we raised the investment, about five months after that, no, it was... Yeah, I think four months after that, we launched the first phase of the website. We had a big launch party in Hollywood. So 2015, it was on tax day, which we thought was quite fun. Because that, yeah, so we, we launched on uh, April 15th because that's the day that in America you have to do your taxes by. Oh, my God, we so launched always... our business on April 14th, 2015. There you go. We're a day yeah. apart. Oh, my God, that's <laughs> so spooky. Buddies. That's so funny. So, it, so yeah. they, they have a deadline of... You're, filing your taxes yeah. oh. and right. we just thought that was Didn't cute too. because our website was going to enable actors to make a living from acting 
yeah. that was, yeah. you know, so that we, we thought that was a cute day That's to launch good. it. So we had this big launch party on, on Sunset Strip in Hollywood. And uh, there you go. A year later, we rebranded to We Audition because we did the first ever audition on the platform mm-hmm. and it worked great. So we're like, okay, this is a new angle. And we rebranded to We Audition. Uh, so that was 2016. And here we are in 2021 with the iPhone app, finally. Oh, wow. Crashing it. Yeah. Because when did we meet you? Uh, 2019, when I was on my nomadic trip around That's the world, right. That's right. one-way tickets to go and meet. Yeah, so basically that year I decided to not have a location. Yeah, be completely location independent. I wanted to to walk the walk as well as talk the talk. So I I packed a bag and I went on one-way tickets around the world. And the goal was to hit every major film festival and run a wee audition event at each one of them. And uh, then in between, go to all of the major hubs that actors and filmmakers um, hang out in and work in and meet all the key people, which is why why we met. I was in Australia and I was like, you guys have to meet me. Yeah. yeah. Like, Wait, who's this? Who's this crazy British guy? (laughs) You have to meet me. That's amazing. And you do really great. I I can't remember if it was around the same time, but you do really um, amazing community based things at festivals I remember you were doing one where actors can go and like I don't know if you still do them um book houses at um at festivals and stuff and they can all get together and it becomes this community where they all yeah yeah so I have a really lot of experience in film festivals I've been going to the big ones for years Cannes, Sundance, uh, Venice, Toronto and I run events at them so in the past I've run events at them for films that I've been in or, or things that we're doing. Sometimes I've just run events because I, you know, for no no good reason at all, apart from celebrating something like I did a big dinner at Sundance when there was a, a record number of nominated British filmmakers. I held a dinner for the British filmmakers and had it all sponsored and stuff. And I do things like that because I feel like if you're gonna attend a festival and you want something out of it, you've got to contribute something to it, yeah. okay? And it's a, it's a great way to meet people. It's a great way to champion your your fellow filmmakers. And so once we audition launched, it was natural for us to do we audition branded events. And the same thing existed is we wanted to put on events for actors at film festivals where they could meet casting directors, where they could meet filmmakers. And, and you know, because our platform is all about connection and community. So even though it's an online platform, we, we want to leverage our connections in the business to help our members out. And so as a We Audition member, you get invited to these great things and suddenly you're like, wait, that's a really important cast director and they're just hanging out with all of us. Mm. And we we seem to have the ability to bring those people together in a, in a very um, professional, connected way, not in a, we, we don't like to have the hierarchy that some actor events do because if you're, if you're a professional, we're, we're all a team. We all have to yeah. work together. So that's the kind of thing we promote. And then the houses just came from the fact that we we inherently know how film festivals work because we've been going to so many. And you can do it in an amazing way, you can do it in a terrible way mm-hmm. in, in terms of you know how you navigate the festival and what you get out of it. And I've always realized that knowing lots of people at a festival is very, very helpful, mm-hmm. right? In just the, the things you get invited to and the connections you make from those, the experience you have, the shared knowledge about, you know, there's there's all these nuances of where to stay and what days to go and what days not to go and which parties you should hit and which you shouldn't and things like that. That just comes from experience. So we wanted to leverage our experience that and 
to, to, to give the We Audition members the, the kind of experience that we have after going 15 years on their first go. Mm. And so we created these houses that were luxury houses where the members could come and stay as a group. We had a publicist in the house. We have a driver. So we make it as seamless as possible and give them the, the A-list experience. And that way you're going around the festival as a We Audition team and you're just benefiting from everybody's connections in one. Yeah, wow. That's so good. We'll be knowing to hit you up when we can finally go to international film festivals again. I know. Right. And I, I'm hoping to bring that, but obviously everything's been paused. The festivals mm. have started again. We, did, we didn't do them this year, but I'm hoping to start again with Sundance and Cannes uh, yeah. in 2022. So watch this space. Yeah. <gasps> That's very exciting. We want to mm. do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, we were talking about, well, we did hit you up because we, were, we saw you in just before COVID. We were like, oh, we should try and get to a festival. I think mm. it must have been at the end of 2019 mm. after we met you. At the end, yeah, at the end of 2019, I was at Hainan Film Festival in China, southern China. And then I went to... I think I think uh, you were at South by Sun, South. Sundance and, then, Sundance and then Berlin. Maybe it was Berlin. We looked at the Sundance one with the houses. I, know, I remember yeah. we looked at that yeah. thing and I was like, God, that'd be epic. Yeah. 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 You should definitely come next next time. Yeah. We're yeah, you don't have to twist my arm. No, the moment we're allowed <laughs> and it's the minute safe we're for allowed us to out. get on a plane and go to Sundance, we have we're there. Right. Yeah. And the, the thing is for anyone in our business, whether it's an actor or a casting director, right? It's so great because this is where you will create these long lasting connections mm -hmm. for filmmakers to hire you for the actors to meet the casting directors, for the filmmakers to know the actors. It's it's just very supportive and collaborative I and find. I, think, I think it's really worth it yeah there's not enough um, emphasis probably put on the fact of w what a community can do for you because and we find it when we started the business we're very it's very overwhelming when you enter events and um, there's a lot of people you don't know and we're not very good at well we certainly never used to be networking it's it's scary and daunting and I think there's not people don't put enough time and energy into creating their community that yeah. helps them mm. and and they don't realize just how much easier and um supported they can feel by having those people around them yeah and i mean i always i've always hated the word networking right yeah i hate uh, it too I, it's a dirty I, word it is a dirty word it is and it's not i mean the, i'll give my reason why <sighs> i don't like it because of course it it means what it means is you've created a network right and you're you're doing something for that network but I just prefer to call it building relationships because mm -hmm. a lot of people, when they think of networking, they think of that old school, hi, I'm this person, here's my business card. Yeah. That, that's, that's not networking. That's mm -hmm. basically cold calling, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's bas basically spamming. To me, building relationships is over time and it's, it's giving each other shared values. It's me understanding what you need you understanding what I need and seeing how we can all help each other. And so if you, I feel like if you go to festivals with that mindset and a lot of actors specifically, people in general, but actors specifically have often said to me, why do you go to these festivals if you don't have a film in the festival? Because, you know, sometimes I do have a film selling in the market or, you know, my, my film will be playing, but other times I'll just go. And I say to them, why wouldn't you? Mm. Because if you're saying that the only reason you're going to go to a festival is when your film is in it, when you're the center of attention, I hope you don't expect anyone else to be there to watch it. Mm -mm. Mm. 
Well, that's right. Right? Because if yes. they're not in it, why because are they there? Exactly. But, you, no, you want to go there when you're on the spotlight and you mm. want it to be yeah. this amazing fanfare. And when I go to a festival with a film, trust there will be a lot of noise because I spent 15 years supporting everybody else. So they will be very willing to support me when I'm there. Mm. <laughs> you know, and that's the long game for people. Yeah. We, we um, um, there was actually a piece of advice that an actor gave us recently is the um, uh, how much actors discredit that you should support each other. Like, no one sh- there shouldn't there shouldn't be this competitive energy and it's all about me mm. and woe is me when it's not me and it's someone else. Like, it's so important to to support each other and be happy for each other. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think because uh, Sydney Film Festival is about to start here next week. So opening night I think okay. is on Wednesday. the 3rd of November. Um, and we're the same. Like we go we go to the film festival and we support the film festival as patrons because um, – and we and we go and, uh, and see as many films as we can. Like our calendars are crazy for the next couple of weeks of just like back-to-back nights of films and stuff. Um, and we don't have anything in the festival this year. Mm-hmm. Um but a few of our a few producers and things and people that we've worked with have films in there and it's just yeah I, th- I find it really good to support those people and as you said build relationships because that's what business is like when you're in business and when you're when you know with our clients and stuff we f- we are in relationships with them it's like that's their the, they're our people and you know so I think right. um, yeah if actors can support each other in that way then there are huge benefits out of that mm. even just in the foyer before you go in or afterwards in the bar having a drink and right it, yeah. right I, I have a great story about that yeah you know, um about being in the foyer and at the bar so um i was at venice film festival and i was at a party for the pre-party for marriage story oh great um, film and we walked from the pre-reception to the the premiere um and we just happened to be walking alongside florida (laughs) who was lovely Mm. lovely right and her agent from caa brian lord and so we're in me and my friend are in the lobby and uh i remember texting my business partner and i said okay so um we might have a big expense on drinks tonight, uh, but it's going to be a good one. Just go with it, right? Because <laughs> when we got to the, the foyer, Ryan met up with the other four CA partners and we're still in a conversation. So I thought, well, I'll let them sit and chat because they've probably got to meet Scarlett in a minute. Mm-hmm. It's coming through. But I was like, I'm going to hit the bar. Do you guys want anything to drink? And I'm thinking, this is going to cost me a big round. We're at an international film festival, an expensive city. And it, their, their order was four bottles of water. So for oh. <laughs> for, oh my for God. 22 euros, I got 15 minutes talking with the owners of CAA. Wow. And and that's a lobby story. It's like you're just mm. in, the, in, a, in a place. But I, the thing is, you can sit there and go, you're in the right place at the right time. But the truth is, I flew myself to Venice. Yeah. We put ourselves in those situations. Mm. It, maybe there's some little lucky things that happen here and there, but you've got to put yourself in that situation for that luck to happen. Mm. And then you've got to take, take a, 
you know, control of the situation where you go. And I was like, well, this, whatever this costs me, mm. it's going to be worth it. Yeah. If they said, if they said four, four bottles of Dom Perignon, I'm, okay, right, it will, it will happen, but, yeah. you know. Yeah. Interesting. I also think that is something really nice about being in the lobby after a film or a play or whatever it is, um, and everybody is on the same like, you know, it feels like everyone just is on the same level. There's no hierarchy. It's not like there's no pressure. Mm-hmm. It's, it, yeah. it's, it is a professional setting, but it's very re- it's a relaxed kind of atmosphere and everyone's, you know, on a euphoric kind of mm. high after seeing whatever film they've just seen. So I think, yeah, it is – there's it's, – it's quite underrated, I think, for those, those kinds of events. Um, yeah to not be placed as as important networking i say networking building relationships mm. well i think everyone um. puts that, assumes that that's what it's going to be i can't be in this for you and unlike yourself darren people go well, like i assume i can't talk to these people and i assume that i'm not allowed to offer them a drink there's an assumption that because they are x person i've put them on a pedestal and i can't associate with them because i've already put myself down here um, right. Well, but also, I guess it depends on how you conduct yourself. Is mm. if you're going to be a desperate actor that runs up and says, "I could have, I could have played that role in that movie. <laughs> you should, you should represent me." Then, you, yeah, you probably should be in that lobby, and you should take yourself do that. elsewhere. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's it's all about you, you've got to be professional in the context of what it's what it's about. And I think again, that only comes from experience. And you go to these things, you observe your your actors hopefully listening to this observe how other people are acting mm. yeah you, you sh- as an actor you should have excellent observation tools so you can understand a, a scenario and you can understand a mood and an emotion and you emulate it mm. until you are good at doing it naturally read the room <laughs> read the room Re- read the room dress yeah. appropriately read yep. the room and, and you know listen again we go back to that building relationships if you come at a place of being helpful and not asking for anything. Mm. So someone listening could, someone listening to this is probably thinking, well, okay, but what happened from that? Are you now rep by CA? No, I'm not. But next time I bump into those guys at another premiere, we will have another little chat, mm. you know? And I didn't, because I didn't ask for anything. Mm. I actually offered something. I, I allowed them to do their business while I went and got them hydrated and we had a chat and that was mm. lovely. And, you know, in that 15 minutes, I learned a lot about how the top guys that that, that company work and how what you know the journey scarlet was having to get into that premiere and all these things just observe and take mm. it in mm. yeah interesting great experience. do you have any other tips for actors in in those sorts of situations of what to do and not to do maybe what not to do what not to do um like never never be desperate mm. uh is one thing um which is first it should be obvious but it's it's often not I just, I said, I think it's just always come from a point of of being okay. I always like to say, be interested and interesting. Yep. Mm. Right, because a lot of people just want to talk about. Oh, I did this, that, you know. <laughs> they're, they're like chat about what they do, what they're, they're trying to get it all out. But you've got to be interested in the other person, but also interesting yourself because a, a one way conversation is kind of boring. Yeah. But but you don't want to be just promoting yourself. Um, so keep that in mind. Um, like know when to move on from conversations. I think you, I you, think you that's can a tell big if someone, yeah, if somebody's eyes are dying around the room mm-hmm. and they're, they're they're wanting to find it, and help them out, end it for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
again that goes back to reading the room you just got to be be aware um and also be okay and, um, with, lo- with it's not like it's like they have this insecurity of once you've lost that conversation that's it it's done there's no relationship i've stuffed it up and it's like but it's okay for a conversation to end yeah it, it, it let is, that it go is. And, and in that often, moment and that's it yeah mm. and often if you end it a little sooner than than you're letting it drag out that's a great opportunity to be like, hey, I've got to run, but listen, here's my number. Let's mm. let's finish this another time. So it's an opportunity to to actually connect with that person. Or they might be like, oh, well, I'd love to chat to you more. Let's exchange details or whatever, right? Yeah. Or follow me on Instagram, whatever. But you're, you're allowing that to that mystery to happen mm. to mm. the next And it's next a better experience. Well, yeah, leaving person. on a positive yeah. and, and it not feeling like it was forced like towards that, the end. Yeah, you don't want yeah. that person to be like, God, they really stuck around. Yeah. Like, I didn't know how to get out of that. You just want it to be like, that was a nice conversation. I mean, we have been in this position exactly. for, before yeah. from actors, from actors, I think, yeah. that... We don't um, want to be me- we don't want to be No, rude and we don't people that's right. Way. And we're not going to just be like, okay, we're done here. So yeah. we really yeah. are kind of relying on the actor to know when when it's time. I think. Well, I think sometimes. it's a mutual thing. Yeah. yeah. Everyone needs to yeah. Yeah. To be one. Because when you see people really jamming in a conversation, it's wonderful. That both yeah. parties are engaged, right? So it's just again, it's just being aware and astute about that. Yeah. Mm. Um and then the the other thing I I think um like we said, emulate it, you know, go, go dressed appropriately to things. Um, mm. And what what not to do. Um, I could just come back to don't be all about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it has to come from yourself. genuine, a yeah. genuine place and not wanting yeah. to gain, not for the sole purpose of the conversation to be so, that you're going to gain something from it. Mm. Yeah. Well, if you think, of, uh, you know, have fun because, the one thing I noticed Fun. about everyone that's successful yeah. is they're all there to do their business, right? But it's fun and yeah. it's enjoyable. That's why they're there. And if someone's already successful, they, they're they not trying to make more stuff happen, right? Um, and that's, you know, I lived in Hollywood for many years and I'm moving back there soon. And, and one of the things I noticed is if somebody's doing, if, if a producer's producing a TV show, that's what they do all day, every day. I, I have many friends that are top producers at TV shows. We rarely talk about producing TV shows when we go out for dinner in the mm. evening, right? Now, if I have a specific question, I can ask them, is their area of expertise? We don't just shooting the shit about producing all night long, right? Mm. Because that's what they do all day. Mm. Yeah, They're talking about the, the sports game or the weather or their vacation or the, their new friend or their dog or whatever, right? Whereas when you see somebody that's not doing what they want to be doing all day, they seize every opportunity mm. to make it all about that. So mm. you often find this with newer actors. Every conversation is, oh, well, who's your agent? Well, what, how much are you working? Or what, what auditions are you? And my actor friends that work, we don't talk about that all the time. Mm. Yeah. But when someone's got a problem, we all jump in and help solve it for them or we, we give our opinions, but then the conversation gets back to something else because that's what we're doing all day long. Mm. And yeah. I've actually had actors say to me, oh, you don't like talking about the business much, do you? I said, yeah, but I do it for nine hours a day. Mm. Yeah, so I don't need to need to do it over dinner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is downtime. I mean, this is a this is a running theme in our podcast so far is that it all just comes back to having fun. Yeah, it just mm-hmm. does. And I think there's no better there's no better opportunity than at a at a an event after a show or whatever mm. we were just talking about 
there's no better opportunity because that's why we're there. Everyone. Our, our work day, yeah, our work day has completed. And even though we're at the theatre or we're at the movies or whatever we're doing, a screening, even though that is partially for work, we're doing it because yeah. we because it is an element of fun yeah, for us. We love it, yeah. And right. after the show is our downtime. Mm. So it is, it's a great time to just talk about other things and connect <laughs> and with connect with, on, and ca- on a human level yeah. not just on your professional mm. on your professional level because yeah. we're not all what we do mm. right and th- that's the thing I, I love going to film festivals i genuinely love it because i see my friends from around the world that's where we catch up we see great art we find information from seminars and stuff we have amazing parties and we have a lot of fun Mm. and if it's somewhere like sundance i go skiing which Mm. i love yeah you know (laughs) that it it can be fun and still but i'm like i love this because it's a vacation that i still don't feel guilty about not working in because it's still work as well yeah doubles up yeah i love it Mm. it's such a great life that you've built for yourself (laughs) <laughs> and we're, I mean, we sort of have the same because we get, you know, we go to so many shows and, and stuff. And I think that that's just, mm. it's a great perk of being in this industry because you're learning, but you're also having fun and you're also meeting new people. And it's just like, you know, you're constantly yeah. uh, working on your craft or whatever it is, whatever discipline you do, and you're doing it in a fun way. Mm. Yeah, Our philosophy exactly. at Chicken and Chips. Fun, because we're simple. <laughs> I think we're going to do rapid fire now. So we've got Ooh, a couple of questions fun. that we're going to fire off to you, and it's just one word or a short sentence. Okay. Okay. Ready. What's your most irrational fear? Routine. Ooh. Ooh. Well, what's the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning then? <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Meditate, exercise, drink coffee, or go down the rabbit hole of my phone. Uh, Great. Yeah. Uh, what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? It's from Richard Branson. Um, I had lunch with him and I asked him, when is the right time to put down a business if you're doing, or a, or a career if you're doing lots of things? And he thought for the longest time and then simply said, when it stops being fun. Oh, fun. I love him. See? Back. Yeah. <gasps> fun. I love it. And that's that's profound. That is yes, profound. so profound. Simple, profound. Wow. Yeah. Um, well, then the flip side of that, what's the worst bit of advice you've, you've ever been given? Um, I can't think of something very specific, but it's probably – it would be probably people telling me not to do something. Yeah, uh, that's not going to work out, or you shouldn't. You know, I, I'm, a, I'm an actor and I'm an entrepreneur. I've been told that many times by many people mm-hmm. that something's not not going to work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we ask everyone, who would you cast as yourself in a film about your life? It would have to be. Can, can it be alive or dead or younger or older? Anything. Anyone. It would have to be Paul Kay when he was in um, a film called It's All Gone Pete Tong. Because so when that film came out, I looked at the poster and I was like, wait, did I do that movie? <gasps> oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I have to look him yeah. up because I don't know who that is. No, neither. He's in Game of Thrones now. Okay. Oh. He's done several 
several Woody Allen movies. He's in, he's in Match Point. He's in. Um, oh, okay. He's in Afterlife on. Uh, Oh, on Netflix. On Netflix. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, I must know who he is. I just need a, I need a face. Yeah. Because I've funny. seen all them. Yeah. Okay, great. Great job. That's well, so good. Thank, thank you. you so much for talking to us today. Yeah, wait a second. Why wouldn't I play myself? No, you can, you can say that. You can that. say that. I mean, I'd be the best person to play of myself, course. right? Of yeah. course you would. Some people don't want to play themselves. But some pe- yeah, yeah, some people don't want that. Well, we- I, I just realised I just did myself out of a job. That's you, did. <laughs> <laughs> you did. You did. That, that's such a rookie error as an actor, but I, I, I will pick other people to play all the other people in my life. Great, except the ones that are really actors too, and then they can play themselves as well. Yes, okay. <laughs> I love it. That's so good. Well, thank you for joining us, and we will tell everyone about the app as well. Well, we'll put brilliant. a link to the show notes um, to we audition, so you can check it out, and you can find the app on the app store. Yeah. Great. Thank you for always being so supportive. It's been wonderful meeting you guys from, from back in Australia. And this this guy's right here proves relationships, right? Because yep. we're on this podcast right now because because we met. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's right. And we can't wait to see you at a film festival sometime soon. Um, I'm holding you to that. You're coming. Yeah, we're we definitely will, um, coming. We will be at Sundance one year, <laughs> yeah. we promise it's you. It's on our list. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. All, All right. right. Thanks, Darren. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. that's the end of the episode so we hope you enjoyed it and don't forget to like subscribe follow and comment share whatever you do um so tell your people yeah tell your people so other people can also benefit from the clusterfuck that is stefan out see you next time (laughs) 